Hello, welcome to episode 23 of My Circus, My Monkeys. Today, we're going to talk about how you are wasting energy. No matter how hard you're working, no matter how busy you think you are, stay tuned and you're going to find out how you can be even more productive. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. So last week, we talked about energy, why I like to talk about energy, why it's important for you. I want to keep this episode short because it's the end of the semester. So either you're smack dab in the middle of everyone finishing their finals or that happened last week and you're exhausted. So I just want to reflect back on a few things that we've already talked about but put them together in a different or new way to hopefully make you better understand what the heck I'm talking about. So in the intro, I talked about no matter how hard you're working, no matter how busy you are, you are wasting energy. And what I mean by that is that when our habits and when our systems are not aligned with our goals, we waste energy. Breaking that down a little bit more, you as a person have habits. Many of those habits are directly connected to one or more of your talent themes. And when they work together, all of those talents that are surrounding, say, my ideation or my adaptability or your woo or your, your responsibility. And when they all show up together, we get these patterns of thoughts, we get these behaviors that automatically show up and start acting, start doing, and even if that acting is thinking about it. So something happens in your environment, you're working on a project, Betsy walks into your office, all these habits automatically kick in, and you're doing X, Y, Z. Now, as we've talked about in the past, productivity is really just, are you achieving your goals? So if your goal is to do as little as possible, and your talents and the corresponding habits are getting in your way of doing as little as possible, then you're going to be wasting energy. You're not going to be achieving your goal as quickly as you would like. And right now, I'm talking about you as an individual, but this applies to your team as well. It applies to the systems that you have at work. What is the system when a student breaks policy in the residence hall? What is the process that they go through? What is that system? What is the system that you have to register for classes? What is the system that you have for your BIT team? All those systems are comprised of these small little things that if you don't go back and pay attention to what those are and how they actually impact your end result, you're potentially wasting energy And often that equates to wasting time. And I think all of us would agree, we don't really have energy or time to waste because there's so many things on our plates. 
So even though, especially now it's the end of the semester, there's a lot of things you're already doing, earlier in other podcast episodes, I suggested assessing your habits, assessing your talents and how you're using them, assessing your systems. And you probably thought, yeah, that seems like it would be a good idea, but I don't have time. And I definitely don't have energy. Ironically, one of the reasons that you don't have energy or time to do that is because of the energy suck of your habits and of your systems. So I've definitely given this example before, but I'm going to bring it up again because A, it happened to me. So you know that this is not something that I'm judging anyone about because this happens to me. It happens to all of us. It's a matter of figuring out what's going on so you can reframe things and you can start to develop new habits and tweak what you're doing. So my number one, ideation, which again, fancy word for creativity, putting things together, ideas, objects in a way that other people perhaps would not have thought of. And often that shows up, especially if there's some new thing that we want to do or If there's some old thing that we've been doing for years and or I've been doing for a long time, I like to mix it up. And that, you can probably see, could be productive. Like, oh, what a great idea. Let's shake things up, make sure people are paying attention to it, disrupt the system, yada, yada, yada. The problem is when my ideation shows up and is super jazzed about things, but my end goal doesn't need it. If I'm not paying attention, I'm going to spend a lot of energy developing a new way to advertise that thing, a new way to do that thing, a new way to implement XYZ. And in the end, it was unnecessary to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. And my specific example in other episodes was every year in Res Life, we would do a week-long campaign on dating violence, and it was called the Red Flag Campaign. And I should probably give credit to the people who developed the Red Flag Campaign. And it's a great program. It's the Red Flag Campaign is a project of the Virginia Sexual and Domestic Violence Action Alliance. And they, it's a great resource if you're looking to do something like that on your campus and or if you need to do it for Title IX reasons. Their website is theredflagcampaign.org. But back to my example. Every year, we would do a week of activities. And because of my ideation, every year, I wanted to do different things. And when I would sit with my RA staff as we were planning, I would say, okay, red flag campaign coming up. What do we want to do? This is what we did last year. What do we want to do this year? And of course, during this, we would advertise, we would give information out, we have different interactive activities to help people understand what domestic slash dating violence is, how to identify it, how to know if you're in a, in a bad relationship, how to help your friends if they're in a bad relationship. And often there would be bribery involved, baked goods, t-shirts, that sort of thing. So in this planning process for the new year, I would ask them, what do we want to do? And they would come up with just slight variations on what we had done the year before. Instead of red cupcakes, let's have red velvet cookies. Instead of red t-shirts, let's have black t-shirts with red writing. And for the longest time, this would irritate the bleep out of me. Because in my ideation mind, 
which was definitely driving the bus, my bus at the time, I was like, that is not what I mean. So I would be like, okay, what else? And they would be confused because not only was it not meeting my expectations, hashtag listen to the expectations episode, but also they had no idea why I kept asking the same question. Like I wasn't saying like, okay, well, what I really want to do is something completely different. But I was also projecting my ideation onto the situation unnecessarily. We did an entire week of red flag campaign events, but it was once a year. So this was a refresher for some people. But even if they'd seen it a year before, most people aren't going to remember that. So novelty, doing things differently, wasn't necessarily going to help with the end goal of helping people understand what dating violence is and what to do about it if you're in it or if you know someone who is in such a relationship. And in fact, I would argue, possibly with myself, that that might get in the way of achieving that goal. Because if you do something different every year, even though it's the same information, people may be confused and not realize it's the same thing. So really, my RA's instinct to slightly tweak something was probably a good one. And it wasn't until I really understood my talent themes and how they were showing up that I realized what the problem was. I was wasting a lot of energy, both developing new things and being irritated that other people weren't seeing things the same way. Once I realized the error of my ways in this situation, I could step back, breathe, and realize it is a-okay in this situation to do pretty much the same thing every year because it's the consistency that's going to help us reach our goal. And if I have the time and I want to tweak something, like one part of that every year, then I can certainly do that, but I don't need to be upset with the RAs and I certainly don't need to do it at all if I don't have the bandwidth, if I don't have the energy because of other things going on. And I bring up this example again because I think that we so easily just automatically slip into these patterns, these habits, these systems that we don't even know what's happening. And we've definitely talked about in other episodes that we are on automatic pilot a lot, the vast majority of the time. So if you're not paying attention to how your talents are showing up, you're going to keep doing these things over and over again, not going to realize it, and not going to understand I am wasting energy doing this. And, and part of it might even actually give you some energy because typically when we're working in our strength zone, you get a little rush. Like when I am ideating something slash creating something, I'm really excited about it. I get into it. And that brings me energy. And it's an effective use of my energy in the short term. But in the long term, when I put that into the equation of what am I trying to accomplish, in this situation with the red flag campaign, thumbs down. And it's not that I can't use my ideation on other things, because if my ideation is like, oh, I want to do something new, okay, where can we best apply it so we're actually achieving some goals and you get to play ideation? But this happens to us all the time. I think I've said this in previous episodes, but unless you're listening to my podcasts over and over again, it might have slipped through the cracks, but we are so busy and overwhelmed right now. And many things are coming externally. Absolutely. But I truly believe, and I have seen it in myself and others, that if we would take the time to assess how am I using my talents every day, we would see patterns 
where we're absolutely creating more work for ourselves and, ipso facto, wasting energy. And of course, that means time as well. So if we really start to look into that, we're going to save ourselves a lot of time and even more importantly, a lot of energy that we can put towards other things that will help us achieve our goals more quickly. And I think we all need that right now. And again, productivity, achieve your goals, but that doesn't necessarily mean like, ooh, what's some other things I can do? Like, ooh, how about we just get excited about being able to get our work done in a timely fashion and let our brain rest? Because as we talked about in the stress episode, if you don't let yourself recover and replenish, then you're always working at a deficit. And you're in that fight or flight, which means your blood flow is keeping you from being healthy, keeping you from being creative, and keeping you from getting outside of that autopilot. So as we roll into the winter break, I would love for you to take some time to think about how these things are showing up for you with the people in your life, with your staff members, with students, with specific students, with projects that you're doing. Because yes, it will take you time and energy to do this. But if you invest just a little bit of your energy here, you're going to start to be able to identify these things and change your behavior and refocus your energy so that you are focusing your strengths, your talents on the things that will help you achieve your goals most effectively. So just a quick wrap up. As a supervisor, doing this is going to help you straight up be more productive, be more effective, and lower your stress. Because you're not going to be giving yourself unintentionally more work and more stress because your talents are just running on autopilot, which benefits your team because you're being more productive and effective. You're getting the things done that you need to get done. You're cutting out the waste. You can help your team members do the same thing. And because you're less stressed, you're going to have more bandwidth to help them with the things that they need help on to make sure that you're monitoring their performance and helping them develop as individuals and as a team. Your students are going to benefit from this. Pretty much all the same reasons. You're being more productive. You're being more effective. You're saving energy that you can use to replenish and to achieve those goals. And if you're working in education, your goals are generally student-driven. And you're also going to be role modeling, both for your staff and your students, how to do this for themselves, how to really assess, okay, the things that come most easily to me, my talents, how are they showing up? And are they showing up in a way that's helping me here? And if not, instead of being frustrated and overwhelmed, I can adjust my behavior. I can tweak my habits. I can change them either for this situation or in general to make sure that my talents are showing up more often as strengths. So again, I wanted to keep this short and straight to the point, which hopefully I have. Your homework over this break, if you haven't already, please, 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 two minutes a day, how are my talents showing up in ways that help me achieve my goals and how possibly are they getting in my way? That's all you have to do. And eventually, you're gonna start seeing patterns. So when you feel frustrated and you feel overwhelmed, you're gonna have that information that you can go back to and say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't think this is the right time for my analytical to show up because it really slows down my progress because of X, Y, Z. My adaptability is great, but in this situation, it's definitely getting in my way. So I need to remember to make sure that my adaptability is not driving when I'm in this situation. So that's your homework. 
two minutes every day, even if you're, even, I was going to say even if you're at home, but we're all mostly at home. But even if you're not actually working, you can still see these things with your kids, with your significant other, with your friends, with your family, with your dog. It's all showing up all the time and it's still going to give you valuable insight. And even more importantly, it's going to help you develop the talent of thinking about yourself and your talents in these terms, which is going to be super helpful for when we start the spring semester and we're again focused on achieving all of these goals. So next time, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. We've just finished the end of the semester. Most of you guys are tapped out. So I want to try and do something fun next time, but I don't know what that is. I'm going to let my ideation run with it and we'll just see what it comes up with. I think it'll be good. But we'll see. You tune in next time. And if you realize, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I thought you said you had ideation. Then fantastic. Do something else. But next time, we'll do something fun and something, again, that's short because we need to take this time to replenish. So until then, until we meet again, two minutes a day, how are my talents showing up in a way that's helpful, in a way that's not so helpful? And stay strong. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th, Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes. Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.